Hello and welcome to our first policy and public affairs catch-up of 2020 with Derek Mann, Director of Policy and Public Affairs. So in the room we have Derek in his sometimes squeaky office chair, uh, Mark with his microphone and me, Vicky, with the questions. So Derek, what does early 2020 look like in terms of key issues in politics across the four nations? Uh, hi Vicky. Well, the, the, the last time we spoke it was immediately after the general election. So we know that, knew that at that point there would be some stability may not be the right word, but certainty mm. coming to things. Um, later that week, we had the Queen's speech, which for those of you who follow politics and had seen the previous Queen's speech in October, would have been a slight sense of deja vu, because a lot mm. of what was in it was the same. Specifically, promises for several um, pieces of legislation around the NHS in England, primarily NHS funding. And that bill is actually coming to the House of Parliament uh, next week as we speak, the, the last week of January. Obviously we're briefing MPs and Lords around the specifics of speech and language therapy and communication and swallowing within a NHS funding going forward. It's set within a continuation of the long-term plan and I think we're waiting to see, there's been some suggestion that after Brexit happens in February there may be a reshuffle and some of the tone and approach on the NHS will depend, I think, on whether Matt Hancock stays as Health Secretary or whether there's a change. But as things stand, things like the long-term plan carry on as before, and so our influencing around those carries on as before. Other things that are in the Queen's speech we need to be aware of, the government said they're going to do a national disability strategy in 2020, which is very interesting, and we'll be wanting to make sure that people with communication and swallowing needs are front and centre in all of that work around disability across government. Um, we're already building up and that will link to, for example, our own work on inclusive communication and a communication access symbol. It looks like social care is being kicked into the long grass yet again, but what there will be almost certainly, although we've been waiting for some time, is a white paper on the direction of travel for mental health mm. legislation in England and Wales actually. So that's going to be a big focus of our parliamentary work in 2020 and we're backing it up with work with our professional development colleagues and others to make sure that the evidence base on mental health and the SLT role is clear. We're clear on where we do and don't add value. That's all, all ready to go. So mm -hmm. that's the Queen's speech. It would be remiss of me though not to mention several other things. The first is that as we thought was possible, there were some rumours circulating during the election campaign that actually, even though Labour and the Liberal Democrats didn't win, the Conservative government itself has moved to reintroduce some form of bursary for health students. Mm -hmm. So speech and language therapy students going forward will get some kind of bursary again. We're waiting to see all the details and how that will work in practice. Obviously, we know that there were several years of SLT students who've had to rely on grants. Mm -hmm. There's no suggestion that that will be retrospective. We know it's an issue. Watch this space. The second big thing that's happened is Northern Ireland has got a government again. So after several years of there being no ministers to relate to at the Northern Ireland Assembly, they're back. So obviously, the whole tenor of our Northern Ireland operation now switches back to Stormont of the Northern Ireland Assembly, getting to know the Assembly members coming back, establishing links to the new Health Education and Justice Secretaries. So mm -hmm. that's all in hand. 
I'd also just mention as well, in Scotland, a new workforce plan has come out. Not that much in it for speech and language therapy, but we're in and about it. And also there's a piece of legislation, what's called a Members Bill, going to the Scottish Parliament around transition, around that whole 18 to 25 age range, and making sure that there's some kind of effective legal necessity to put the provision in place so we're engaged in briefing members of the Scottish Parliament there. Okay and is that um, already in place for the other nations? Uh, no there's no legal protection 18 to 25 transition is a is an issue everywhere. Okay that's very interesting thank you. Okay um, and so obviously a lot is going on here I wonder what have members been getting up to? I think the key thing I want to mention there is Wales actually where We've worked with our members in Wales and with colleagues across the allied health sector. Um, we are well ahead of the game. So the next elections to the Welsh Assembly are in May 2021. Actually, we were able to hold an event at the Welsh Assembly this month to present our initial policy ideas. And almost 20 of the Welsh Assembly members, almost a third of the Assembly, came to talk to us. We had a lot of Twitter activity and so on afterwards. So the political parties in Wales are in no doubt what we're looking for in the manifestos next year and actually we have a meeting coming up with allied health colleagues mm. in february to sit down with the political party leaders and lay out the policy asks so we're well ahead of the game in wales that's very impressive thank you and are there any campaigns or resources coming up that you're excited to share with members uh, yeah if you go on the rcslt website we've been able to follow through so many of you with thanks we're engaged in contacting your candidates using our new campaign system, which kind of gives you a model template, fills it in for you for, to adapt. Um, we've rolled that forward. You'll now find a toolkit up there on contacting your new MP and actually a model template email that you just click on, adapt it to your own circumstance. And that will reinforce the fact that Kamini Gadhok, our CEO, has written to all of the new MPs just this week. With a fact sheet, it includes how to make your office as an MP more communication inclusive. It includes some tips for politicians on voice care. So anything you can do locally will reinforce that message they've just got from the centre. And one other thing I just mentioned at the very end, if you've got an interest in the issue of apprenticeships in England and you are working for an organisation that might provide apprenticeships, the survey to fill in around that issue is still live for a few more days. Brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Derek. We'll be putting this uh, up live soon and I look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Thank, Thank you. you.